watch that is back. Wait a minute, who is this? Why <laughs> watch that is back with an episode we haven't done in a long time or or series we like to do. That's TV. Hello. We're back together again with TV. You know what? We're back together again. You, you, and, and I are back oh, together again. I'm go ahead and do them wrong. <laughs> uh, okay, so listen. We have a lot to cover, so we need to get right into all of this. I'm going to start with... This is going to be our big episode. Like These are the big ones that mm. we've been wanting to talk about, that we've been talking about over the years, or have started the dialogue, or we're going to start a dialogue. So let's begin... I'm going to throw you for a loop. Let's Uh-oh. begin with... Yes. We're going to begin with Star Trek. Oh. All Access on CBS. Oh. On CBS is All Access. We got to start with that. Why? Because as of taping, mm. the season finale was today. Uh-oh. And I know how much you've been loving this. Mm. I need you to spill it, brother. Spill it. Should we run and grab that CBS Access uh, package? Or should we, you know, just Let, move along with our day? CBS All Access started with the good fight. Let's not forget. Uh oh, yeah. And this, and they did a wonderful job. Star Trek Discovery. This is this has become ref one of my favorite shows on TV. How about that? Now, mm, okay. Now you got me sitting up in my seat. We have fantastic characters, ladies and gentlemen. We have time travel. We have other kinds of travel I won't tell you about. We have wars. We have interpersonal conflict. We have counterparts. Okay. Now, see, here's the thing, and then we can move on, because I don't need to do much to recommend this. The (laughs) cast is wonderful. The writing is wonderful. I love the ideas behind the show. It is true to Star Trek while being of today. And... Let me tell you this. Everybody shows up for work, okay? When they need to click, they click. When they need to clap, they clap. So if you are a geek of any form, check it out. Now, for CBS All Access, you do have to pay for it. Yeah, you do. So be savvy with your money. I won't say other things of how you can get it. (laughs) But I definitely want to applaud them. I know, and this was reported, they did a major overhaul ref before they even premiered. And boy, oh boy, I don't know what it was before, but what it is now, I'm really enjoying it and I thank them for it. And in this day and age, with our inclusive atmosphere, how can you not be watching this? Oh my goodness. Well, listen, let's move on to, I had to get that out of the way because that's a great kickoff to this. People are excited. Let's move on. And they actually nodded to, at the very end, some old school stuff. I won't tell you how. Oh, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta watch it to see. Let's move on to another show. That's a, that's a, a, we're a huge fan of on this, on this show. We're going to go to the blacklist. Uh Oh, which you forced me into watching. I will never. I did. Li- yeah. I did. I did. It's on NBC. As you know, it's like season, what, five now? Or five. Something? Yeah. Five. And of course, we have James Spader leading the cast as Red Reddington. I have to admit, I'll raise my hand. I have stopped watching the show. Not because of anything. Scandal. I know. I know. 
well, we'll talk about that later, but right. um, <laughs> not because of anything bad. It's just that it's 20 plus episodes per season. Yeah. Once you get behind, I feel like, you know, it, it's, it's a little difficult. So I will eventually catch up. But where are we at now? Well, right now, um, Lizzie, uh-uh. Straight Lace Lizzie has gotten all kinds of loose. Her husband's yeah. dead. Uh-oh. Okay. She found out that, we already said this, that Red is her father. Of course. And now they're working together. And, of course, they don't have the same motives. But they're trying to get to similar goals. Now, the team, that secret team of the FBI is still going strong without her. So that's where we are. And this is as close as this show has gotten to what it really is at its best. We need to showcase Red have the whole procedural thing in the background, everybody's fine. So, you know, mm-hmm. if you like this kind of procedural with a twist, and the twist is James Spader. Yay! Then the blacklist is for you. There you go. Dang, dang. Okay, so let's move on to another NBC show called The Blind Spot, not to be confused oh with The Blacklist. Now yeah. this is, was a, I will have to say it was a sneaky kind of hit. Um, it started off sneak, you know, in a sneaky way, and then it kind of blew up for NBC, um, dried up the lull of, you know, sh- lack of shows that were really uh, doing well. And the question is, we've followed this poor woman, I have to say, who's been yeah. tatted all over and all the mysteries all over her body of who she is, what she's gotten into in her past. Where are we at now? Are we still excited about wow. the blind spot? This is the kind of show, every time I watch it, I go, okay, is this going to be the last time I watch it? Mm. And it's not. It just keeps me going somehow. So this is the third season. It has now been jettisoned to Fridays. Mm. Mm. But here's the thing. First two seasons, we had those tattoos. All of that was resolved. However, she wakes up with new tattoos. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. Oh my. They are different tattoos and they are placed there by someone, I won't tell you who, by someone who has his own motives, someone she knows very well. And this someone knows things about the team, which uh, between season two and season three has gone its separate ways and done certain things that they don't want other people to know about. So this person is pitting them against each other, using their secrets against them, and using them to solve these puzzles in order to satisfy his needs. Now, I will say, this show knows what it is. If you've seen it before, it is what it is. I think maybe even season three is a little sprightly than normal. Oh, what a great use Spritelier. of the word sprightlier. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to another familiar show that we've been, uh, we both in the past have watched and now you have taken a torch. We're talking about CMT's Nashville. Oh. It's no longer on ABC, although ABC still has its hands in it. Um, but it's on CMT. We, like I said, every time I talk about it, it's really difficult for me not to talk about the fact that Raina is mm-hmm. gone. It's yeah. just, it's difficult. But the show must go on, yes, <laughs> literally must. and figuratively. Huh. Yeah, and this is the final season. Mm-hmm. Um, so season six. And let me just say this about Nashville, where it is since they got 
the two new showrunners uh, last season, they have hit a nice groove. That's where it is. It's just like country music. You have all the issues, but no one's really sweating it too hard. Okay. So that's what's happening here. They even threw in Caitlin Doubleday to the cast, who, if you know Empire, you know who that is. Mm. And she's a singing and everything else and everybody else. So it, this is like a warm blanket for me right now. Is it the greatest show? No. But I know what I'm going to get. And I do have to say once more, the way they handled Raina's death was masterful. Mm. Everything since then, not quite. But that was really a high watermark, even without Connie Britton being there. Yeah, which is tough because tough. she was such a pivotal character. It's Connie and Britton. A pivot- I know, and it's Connie Britton at, at the same time. Let's move on to uh, let's move on to Fox, oh. and we're talking about nine one one. Dial nine one one for emergencies. It's the new show on Fox starring Connie Britton. It just felt like a good transition. Yes, and she's moved on. As well as, you know, you've got uh, Angela, Angela Bassett, Bassett. Yeah. you've got uh, Peter Krauser, Aisha Krauser. Hines. Yeah, tons of, mm-hmm. of mega stars, both in the film world and obviously TV. The question is, is not, because I hear it's a procedural. Yeah. Question is, is 911 a procedural we want to add to the deck? I mean, we've got Criminal Minds, we've got, you know, Chicago, everything. We've got. <laughs> <laughs> This and that, do we really need to You know what, next season, I'm going to break the news here. Next season, they're going to have Chicago sewers. No. Where we, we have <laughs> all the problems in the sewers. It's going to receive Of course not. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with the, I'm going to go with the post office. I'm no. totally <laughs> Now, go. see, I will watch that show. Chicago <laughs> P.O. We do need that. Hey, hey. Wait a minute. I think I, we got Residuals. <laughs> The ref wants her money. Now look. <laughs> 911. This has been a big hit, ref. And not necessarily live viewers, but when they really add in the people who are watching it streaming in other ways, you know, they're getting a nice uh, viewership here. And this is uh, co-created by Ryan Murphy, who I think creates half the TV shows that we watch. Well, now. to refresh mm-hmm. the memory, the reason why we see Connie Britton and Angela Bassett and others is why. Ryan Murphy. Yeah. I mean, you know, American Horror Story, just like you said. American Crime Story, Glee, uh, whatever, Scream Scream Queens, Queens. movies for HBO, movies for other people. I mean, Ryan Murphy can write anything. Yeah, and actors will show up. Oh, you better believe it. So you get Angela Bassett, Peter Krause, Lee Aisha Hines, Kenneth Choi, Rockman Dunbar, Connie Britton, just to name a few. So 911 is about all of the emergency personnel. You have the police, you have the firefighters, um, and you also have the 911 operators in the form of Connie Britton. And they all have their own lives, of course, and their own working relationships. So this is a procedural. It's just a straightforward procedural, um, but done with people where you go, really? Now for the critic, I don't think so, because the writing doesn't support the actors they have. It's like, any other procedural, but you just threw these people in it. And in the second episode I started watching, I just had to stop. They were uh, having a communal dinner at the firehouse and I, I just couldn't. And let me just end it with this and we'll move on. Angela Bassett has a husband and kids. The husband's played by Brockman Dunbar. 
And he goes, early on, first ep episode, he goes to touch her. You said this <laughs> And she says, don't you put your hands on me! Don't you ever put your hands on me! And that's when I went, whoa. Like, I don't know what universe the show is in, but I don't want to go there. Now, look, if you like that kind of thing and you just love procedurals, definitely watch this. Otherwise, I don't know y'all. Sorry. I love all of you. On to HBO's Crashing. I love you all. I know you do. Uh, HBO's Crashing is uh, the—it's exactly what you don't want to do if you're a performer <laughs> or <a> pilot <laughs> or any kind of operator. But in this case, we're talking about comedians. That's right, uh, and and it, it it has a double meaning. It's not only crashing on stage, but also crashing on people's couches because you don't yes. have somewhere to stay. Right. So this is the second season. It does uh, come from the mind of Pete Holmes, who is a comedian, and you know he's pulling from his own uh, life story. His wife has left him for another man who he's now roommates with, and they are on the rocks. It's just, and, you know, so his his comedian friends are like, you need to, you know, knock him out. What are you, you're living with the man? I mean, it's just, it's crazy. But this show to me, because it's so true to who Pete Holmes is, is a breath of fresh air. You do have the New York milieu, the New York comedy milieu. We do have that. You see all of this, like in one of the recent episodes, one of his comedian friends in quotes got picked up for an HBO special. And of course, none of the comedians wanted to do well. Aww. So you have to see how does that how does that work out? Pete himself, you know, he's gotten his breaks and he's made mistakes. So, you know, he's back to where he started. But I just say, if, if you want a nice, refreshing comedy, an adult comedy, yes. But that has a, a comedian at its center who is not this dirty guy. He really is trying to be a good guy. He's a sweetheart. Then Crashing's for you. Ooh, I might check that out. Moving on to Showtime. Uh -huh. uh, they've got a new show called The Shy. Uh-oh. And we've got Common involved yep. uh, in the workings of that. And it's basically one of those shows that... They're, it's, they're pushing it because it's a different narrative than what Showtime and other, you know, studios and things like that have produced. Yes. Are we watching it or who's it for? Well, this comes from uh, Lena Waithe, who uh, won the Emmy for writing for Master of None, uh, just to put that out there. Uh, so, yes, it is Chicago. And this is one of those shows where we have lots of different storylines going on in the same neighborhood, let's say, the same area in Chicago. So what happens is a young kid is murdered. That leads to another murder. Who done it? Mm -hmm. Right? So we have the families involved and the different offshoots of that. Uh, when it comes to this show, it has its spots. So this one, I have to say, I haven't continued to watch it. I watched the first three episodes. Just to me, I see what the show is, but they don't. That's how it feels. I'm like, there's your story and there's your story. The story with the, the kid who was in uh, Moonlight. His storyline, I love it. Don't get enough of it. So it's things like that 
where you can see that some of the storylines are more successful than others. And in the first episode, the whole setup felt really forced. Like we, that could have taken half of the season to get to where they got in one episode. So it's not bad. I do think that you should check it out just to see whether it works for you. I do like some of the casting decisions. Jason Mitchell's in it from uh, Straight Outta Compton. Uh, old crazy girl from The Wire's in it, please. Sonya Sohn. And they had a, a scene in the first episode where, look, Angela Bassett would have joined in and had a good time. Oh, boy. So that <laughs> is the shy. <laughs> Moving on to uh, ABC Blackish. Oh. That's back. And of course, we've got we get more Dre, we get more Rainbow, but we don't get Miss mm. Zoe, who's off to college. Um, mm. Now I'm completely caught up with Blackish at this point. We've got uh, Bo, uh, who has been talked into by her husband to stay home. And yeah. so for the past couple of episodes, we see her more and more involved with the house. Now that has its own repercussions. Mm. <laughs> sure because does. if she's home, then what are the expectations of her being at home? Mm. And does she meet those expectations? And of course, in Blackish's uh, true form, they poke fun at some of those things. Now I will have to say that this season so far, this half of the things, I do miss Zoe being in the house. Now we know that she's off to college doing some things. I just miss everybody. I miss um, mm-hmm. Lawrence Fishburne, Grandpa, yeah. and I miss a little bit of, of, of more of a little bit of Jennifer. Ha! who plays Ruby. Um, so we know that Ow. those various... Oh. <laughs> 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 um, I do miss that, but I also will say it's nice to see on Blackish the other three kids getting more highlight. We see yeah. Junior taking on a certain responsibility successfully and not successfully. Uh-oh. And then, of course, Dre is always trying to figure out, you know, where he's gone wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, sometimes you just can't win. No, he just can't. Like, uh, who's that? I just don't get the respect. Who is that? Uh, Rodney Dangerfield. Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> yes, definitely. So if you want to, the thing, the great thing about Blackish, and we can move on, is that you can pick it up anywhere. There's yeah. not really, except for, you know, Bo's trans, uh, transitioning into becoming a stay-at-home mom. It's just one of those things, if you're just having a crummy day, or if you're not having a crummy day, you can pick it up and watch it anytime. Let's move on to Grownish on Freeform. Whoa. Speaking of Zoe, mm. she's off to college. Yep. And uh, she's grownish now. She is. <laughs> and let me tell you, the little backdoor pilot they did last season in Blackish for this, um, which is they had an episode of Grownish. That was it. I was sitting there going, oh no. Mm. It just didn't feel right. It didn't feel true to Blackish or to Zoe. So when this was coming out, I was like, oh no. Oh, well, dude, please. And then I watched the first episode. I thought the first episode would be that episode again. It wasn't. It was a completely different show. Mm. And I went, oh. Then I kept watching it, it grew. <laughs> Okay. And it really, it's turned into a really good show. And here is the thing. I think this is really what's best about it. I think that what's so smart about what Kenya Barris is doing, Larry Wilmore is the co-creators, 
is they've made the show Zoe's show. And not just she's the lead, it's like her. It feels like her, it's not forced, it's chill. They deal with all of the different topics they need to deal with, that's fine. I think it's just in a nice groove. It's, look, for a 20 minute show, 22 minutes without commercials, because I can watch it on Hulu that way. I love it. <laughs> Thank you very much. And and of course, everybody, she's at college. You can you know she has some friends. She has a roommate, all of that. And she makes mistakes. That's what happens. She has relationships, makes mistakes. She has friendships, makes mistakes. And I do like the surrounding cast. I like mm-hmm. their characters. I like how they uh, pull them in to Zoe's world. So I've, I'm looking forward, not just to the end of the first season, which is shorter, but to the second season, which they got a pickup of 20 episodes. So good for them. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'm going to, I love everything about that show. It's definitely, um, the music is amazing. <laughs> like yeah. all the all the episodes are song titles, which is yes. awesome. <laughs> so they, not only the acting and the writing is appropriate for that generation, even though I'll, I'll watch some things and I'm like, oh my gosh, that is not my college experience. Exactly, yeah, <laughs> look. Like, oh no, And really? this is important, what you're saying, Ref, I'm sorry, but for who should watch this? Look, if you're in this age range, of course, I mean, this is your show. But I also think that parents can watch it with their kids uh, who are that age and try to get a glimpse of what's going on uh, that doesn't go too harsh. And I think even if you're older and you don't have that, you all of the stuff, some of the stuff I watch and go, oh, please, you just be 18. But it's just good. It's just a good show. So I think everybody should check that out. Sorry, Ref. Well done. Let's move on to NBC's this is us. Oh, they boy. had a big, huge, like build up to this Super Bowl mm. episode. Yeah. And of course, the episode following, we find out exactly how Jack dies. Yes. And the mystery is no longer hovering over the show. And I'm glad they just dealt with it because it, it's not, we don't need to, to drag it out anymore. We, no. you know, all of that. And I kind of, I knew, I was like, oh, I bet you he dies this way. Mm-hmm. And I was pretty much uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> but we do, and now if, we'll just go ahead and, and say that if you have not watched those episodes, you're about to find out. Yeah. You're about to figure out. We don't have to spell it out. Well, you're going to figure out how he died. So pause. You can just forward about 30 seconds yeah. <laughs> because we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And I mean, if you saw the Super Bowl commercial, you know. Well, true. I mean, they gave it away in the commercial. Now, uh, yes, he died in a, well, as a result of their home yeah. burning down. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what happened. We saw how the family was notified of this. Yeah. So we had, we walked through it with them, which I think was successful. I did How, too. Yeah. However, I will say this, Ref. It, in my opinion, took a little too long for us to get here. To um, get to the death? To get yes. to this place? I agree. Yes. And I think that stole some of its power. I think they waited maybe 10 episodes too long. I, I would have I done it earlier in this second season. Even, let me put it, and I know they wouldn't do this, but I would do it the first episode of the second season, just knock people out. 
So see, that's what would do it. And this is my thing with this show. It has all of these wonderful pieces. They, it's just a bit muted where it could really have you like laid out on the floor. <laughs> Instead, you know, you get maybe one tissue and dab one little tear. You know, yeah, so, I do want to ugly cry. I uh, do. Exactly. I haven't ugly cried yet with This Is Us, and I feel like you're right. There are a lot of ingredients to get you to ugly cry. Mm -hmm. I'm ready for the ugly. Yes, <laughs> and it's really about the execution, and I understand what they're doing. I know they don't want it to be too hard, but just turn it up a bit. And, and they have done that in the second season. And we know after the Super Bowl episode, somebody's coming back. And I think that that is a smart decision. So this is almost over the second season, actually. Yes. So, um, and what yeah. I will hint toward, if you haven't seen it already, this will get you to tune in. The Super Bowl episode, they did some, no, maybe it was the episode before, I can't remember. Mm. But th in the last three episodes, they did something mm. that they haven't done before. And they... Yeah, did another time. Period. Yes, I did. And we'll exactly we'll, we'll just we'll just hint toward that mm -hmm. they did another time period where if they decide to go that route. Yeah. Now we're getting interesting. They yeah, can I'm, really extend it out. Yes. Now it I, gets interesting. I I, I, I like the we future of the show. It, the future of this show is bright, um, and we will come back to this because it's going to end soon. So yeah. I'll talk more about it then. So move. Let's let's talk about. Uh, let's end it with. Okay the big end and of course shameless <laughs> on showtime has had its finale yes season eight finale yes season eight now again you said season eight 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 seasons yeah. of madness wow yes i don't even know where we are at this point i oh. don't even know if we can stomach it i don't even know if we can <laughs> take it i don't even know if i have that enough capacity to hear what you're about to say and you know the ninth season is coming so uh shameless will be showtime's longest running original scripted series yeah wow. um now look fiona played by emmy rossum she's really trying to spread her wings she has uh purchased an apartment building she has tenants and we know that's a rocky road for her so the tension now is her trying to be independent from the family, the family not quite jibing with that all the way. Hmm. The father, Frank Gallagher, played by William H. Macy. There he is. He, we talked about this, he got employed. He was a model employee, but then he was laid off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we know what's going on with him. So, you know, he his, his youngest son, Liam, who's black son, he's using him at the private school. Okay. With certain things. <laughs> And all of that. And I'm so glad that Liam is now talking. Okay? Oh, so he now has lines. And they casted a different actor. So he's doing his thing. We also have the other siblings in the middle. We have uh, Carl, who is going to military school. He's trying to get his act together. He found a girlfriend, though, who wanted to keep him back. He had to find a way to extricate himself out of that situation. They got married, in quotes. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So, so there we go with that. We have Lip, who has his problems with alcoholism. He's still working through that. And there's uh, just in this season, wow, he really went through it with other alcoholics, where he's now the one trying to save them. We also have Debbie, 
who has the kid. She's now a welder. And that led to a tragic accident. Okay. <laughs> and then we have the neighbors. Okay, this is what I'm talking about. I can't yeah. even. It's crazy. Shameless. And then we have the neighbors, Veronica and Kevin. Kevin found his birth parents. I won't even tell you who they are. Okay. And that was a whole thing as well. So Shameless, is this the best season of Shameless I've seen? No, but this show knows what it is and I'm always entertained. Oh, of course you are. Now, we're not finished with TV, but for now we do have to allow you to process all of what TV is offering and what we've talked about. Hey guys, I'm serious. You, There's no excuse why you should have a lonely Friday night <laughs> or a boring Saturday morning. We will keep you informed, we'll keep you in the know, and most of all, keep locked here at Why Watch That.